how are you guys doing i am so excited to be doing this podcast today let me tell you man i was so excited to record my second podcast and then my phone just took a big dump on me i do not know what happened it was weird it just i got like there was a um there was a black screen and there was the apple logo and i went online because thank god my computer's working even though that's slow as crap too but i clicked the thing and i I reset it and it came back onto the logo and i'm like yo what the what kind of iphone pro is this i mean the iphone pro is provoking me to slam it but i didn't slam it because you know it'd be it'd be a horrible waste of a phone and i'd have to spend um insurance out of pocket just because i couldn't control my anger i didn't do that but i tried recording a podcast on my computer and then i listened to my voice on my computer and then i'm like damn i sound like shit on this computer because i can't hook up the headphone type microphone which i'm using right now um, when I use the headphone microphone, it sounds nice, but sadly with Apple computer, they don't allow you to use in the headphone port, headphone with microphones. You have to get an actual microphone. So great. I got to spend more money. Um, you know, that's how they get you. That's how they get you. Ladies and gentlemen, like Apple, they made so many products with the freaking old headphone cord, the, the, the huge connector, the fat long one. And then they just switched it up to this little tiny one now. And they're just like, oh, this is our new advanced technology. But then there's a shitload of Bose products and other high-end music products that still need these connectors. So now you have to sell a separate adapter that converts it from the old cord to the new one. Ah, oh, great gimmick to make money, if you ask me what that is. That is a great gimmick to make money. And then on top of that, I'm kind of glad that... um. I took it to Best Buy and they were able to do a full hard reset on the phone. And I'm kind of glad that they were able to do it because, God damn, these phones slow down. Especially once you start downloading so much information. I wish I could just, like, you know, to have those external battery packs. I wish I had something that I could just, like, I mean, I know I could back it up, but it'd be cool if you had, like, something you could just attach to your iPhone, like an attachment. That I don't know, maybe it, like, makes it a little bit bigger, but you could, like, increase your storage by a lot. And it just automatically uploads to it. That'd be pretty. That'd be pretty ill. I mean, and that probably is something that um, software engineers and people can come up with. Why do you have that light on burning electricity? Yeah. So I don't know why they call this thing an iPhone Pro. It provokes you. And then it's a process to fix it. That's why they call it pro. They forgot some words that should have been added to the end. But it's okay. So I got the hard reset, deleted all my pictures. I don't think I had any important ones anyway. Well, I backed up some of them. But lost everything. Thank God I got my notes because as a creative, your your notes are like gold. Your notes are literally gold. And when you do comedy and you write music, shit sucks. You know, I, I got notebooks full of freaking, I got like poems I wrote that I lost. Um, I think I uploaded it to like a site, poetry.com, and then the site got shut down. They're probably running some money laundering scam or something or 
selling coke on the dark web i don't know but um but yeah so i lost that i've lost like songs that i've written before a long time ago when i was more younger i mean i was always a super creator but i never really pursued that in school it's something that i wish i would have done though because I mean, I see, well, I mean, maybe it's an envy thing, but I see people like Chris Brown, um, D.L. Hewley, Dave Chappelle. I see all these ultra-talented creators, and yeah, they focused on one thing, but I could do a, a plethora of those things. I mean, I think if I would have started since I was young, I would be kind of like Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx, I would say, is one of the celebrities that I would say is kind of a polymath in a way. Like, he has exceptional abilities in, in a multiple of different areas. I mean, he's a comedian. He's a singer. Um, he was also, I don't know if a lot of you guys noticed, but he was also one of the most successful um, football players in the state of Texas. And if you know Texas, Texas is huge. And they got some badass football players in Texas. And for him to not only be one of the top football players in the state of Texas, I think he was quarterback, but to also pursue acting, music, all this. And I would say he is somewhat of a polymath type genius. The other ones would be, um, of course, you know them like Da Vinci and um, who else? Uh, I mean, Tesla was like, I mean, he wasn't like the Renaissance type genius, but that man was brilliant, though. Nikola Tesla. Um, I wish he was still alive today because these phones wouldn't suck like they do. These phones wouldn't be so shitty if Nikola Tesla was still alive, man. We need geniuses like that. Too bad the world is run by greed and corruption because everyone likes to be on their little high horse and no one wants to be wrong. It's like no one wants to be wrong, but yet... Everyone thinks that two wrongs make a right. I mean, and and this is like, this is ingrained into the fabric of how people think. How many people think that it's okay for Mark Zuckerberg to use those fact checkers and, and freaking, I call them the robo-Karens. The robo-Karens, attack of the robo-Karens. I mean, is that good to use? Is that not two wrongs don't make a right? I mean, I had I had one time, right? I literally had a typo. I had a typo. And I was sent to Facebook jail. And it was for a while. I didn't even get a chance to correct it. It was just like, you, you there. How dare you? How dare you go on Facebook and violate our community standards like that? Who are you? We are going to prevent you from corrupting the feeble minds of all of our users. Therefore, we are restricting your account for 10 days. For 10 days, you can't like, you can't even write on your page that you paid money to have ads because no one likes you and no one wants to hear you bye bye shut up that's how i feel like mark zuckerberg you know and and the auto karens are man it's like an automatic snitch man you know like i i think mark zuckerberg would like a police state 
I think with how Facebook is running right now, they want a police state. I mean, where where is the headquarters? California. Look at California. I mean, Kamala Harris locking people up that shouldn't even be in jail. Like, it's just a game to her. While she's sleeping with a married man so she can get up in life. I mean, yeah, it's an ethical thing, um, sleeping with somebody else. But it's also an ethical thing when you're putting people in lower socioeconomic positions in prison. That's all you're doing. All you're doing is saying, ha, 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 ha. My parents have PhDs and we own uh, servants or whatever. I am better than you. And the reason I can say that with certainty is because, well, uh, I've grown up in lower socioeconomic positions. But my dad is super rich. My dad is Trinidadian. Um, I mean, ethnicity-wise, I'm like maybe half Indian, like similar to Kamala Harris or maybe more. Um, I'm also part white, I'm part black, I'm part um, Pakistani, but I guess that's considered Indian. So, um, Venezuelan, um, I think that's it. Okay, yeah, so that's what I am. And, um, yeah, I mean, she's like, she's she's mixed like me. Like, that's why, you know, they're saying, oh, well, she's African-American. No, she's fucking mixed. Okay, same thing with Barack Obama. He's our first African-American president. He's fucking the first half-black president. He's mixed. Okay, if you're going to use the racial thing as justification to put whoever of color in there, then be accurate in their race. That's all I'm asking. You know, Obama's mother was white. Do we just ignore her entire genealogical line? And then just say, oh, well, he's black. Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of, I think it's kind of stupid. We just think that everyone who has color in this country is black. And personally, I think that's ridiculous. Um, You know, I, I had a cop pull me over one time. One cop wrote I was black. The other one wrote, I think, white or Hispanic or whatever. I mean, can they at least get that accurate? I mean, if they can't even get your race accurate, what makes you think that they're going to be accurate many times when they have to use lethal force? And that's what we see is going on with African-Americans in the streets. I mean, and personally, I think the 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 problem is over-exaggerated by the media. Personally, I think that there is... First of all, there's an unfair amount of targeting of people in urban communities. There's an unfair amount of targeting of people in urban communities. I've lived in the hood before. And the the things you see cops doing in the hood, it's ridiculous. I lived in Jamaica, Queens off a set fin and one day my phone was stolen and I was searching for my phone couldn't find it but I'm 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 nervous I'm like man you know I I this is my phone 
and I'm looking all through the car and there's two cars driving slow down the neighborhood definitely look suspicious but I could tell by the, how the guy looked in the car that he was an undercover cop so he's saying like hey man how much have you had to drink tonight like, sir, I'm looking for my phone. I'm not even driving. Um... And then there's a car with five people behind the first cop car. And they pull up. They go, man, you look fucked up. I'm like, what? I look fucked up? And, and what they were trying to do is they're trying to provoke a response. This is what cops do in New York. You go to these cities, man. Oh, my God, it's horrible. This is what, how cops treat people in New York. I was just looking for my phone. Now, had I gotten, uh, had I said, hey, man, who are you to, to talk to me like that? Then they would have all got out. And I would have probably been a victim of police brutality. But you wouldn't have heard about it. Why? Because I don't look black enough. And that's the sad truth. I'm part black. But I don't look black enough, so I would never be heard by the media. And why do I say this? Because my older brother, the police, lied on his police report with how he died. And you never heard about it on the media. He wasn't black enough. And I'm sorry if that offends some black people, but it's true. And every minority, except for black people, knows that it's true. Hispanics are the ones in cages right now. We know about that. Um, personally, I think the media is, is trying to anger black people because who controls the media? The media is not your friend. People think that the media is your friend. The media, even Malcolm X said it. Malcolm X, one of the greatest thought leaders of the civil rights movement, said the media is not the friend. It's the enemy of the people. They distort truth. And I mean, personally, people people listening to this, yeah, yeah, I'm a comedian, yeah, I'm an artist, but you might also not know that I have been to college and I've taken high-level psychology courses. I've also studied chemistry, biology, physics at the higher levels, college levels. Um... And I would say that there's a lot of things that don't make sense at all. At all. And people got people to gotta realize that. Let's see, what was I talking about? I lost my train of thought, man. It's okay. It's okay. Let's see. Oh, I was talking about races in this country. I mean, personally, I think that most people in this country are mixed anyway. I mean, I'll see people that look white. And they're like, man, yeah, I'm part Cherokee, man. I'm like a quarter Cherokee. I'm like, yeah, brother. You know, I'm like, man, you know, we should, uh, y'all should go, y'all should go get on that reservation and, uh, let me, let me get a piece of that casino money. I mean, I'm Indian, in like Indian, Indian, like um, Kamala Harris's um, family. But hey, shit! Since uh, y'all confused them anyway between Indian and Native American, let me get let me get on a reservation, man. Shit.
Give me some reparations. And it's kind of messed up, too, that black people don't get no reparations. I really feel like they should, personally. Um, I mean, I'm not trying to, like, justify any, like, weakness. I think they should, uh... Like, I'm not justifying, like, people thinking, like, you deserve something. Like, you're entitled to something. No, I'm saying that, like... I think Afri- people of African descent, like, should get a large portion of land in the U.S. Um... Like a certain state, I don't know, you know, definitely not one of these racist southern states, but I feel like black, you know, and then they should be able to go there and be more free, you know, um, like it's messed up that these people, these African Americans were bombed when they established a black Wall Street. Why? Why were they bombed? And we're allowing Wall Street right now to commit so much heinous crimes all in terms of profit. I mean, you can see what Wall Street is doing. I mean, anyone that simply is paying attention to economics as well as science and other things, you know that there's certain things going on in Wall Street. I mean, we've seen Wolf of Wall Street. We've heard about it. You've seen the movie with Mark Zuckerberg, what, you know, what they're doing. Um, but yet they're the ones that think they're our rulers. But yet they're doing whatever they want to do. Epstein, um, Weinstein. I mean, I was saying that, you know, if we really want to get to the bottom of what's really going on and what's really destroying us as a civilization, we should just shut down Wall Street and Hollywood and conduct investigations. But obviously, we can't do that because if you shut down Wall Street right now, a lot of things could come crumbling down. Why? Because we've become so dependent on a world economy. Now, I don't, I don't want to hear about this whole globalist and nationalist shit. This, is, this has nothing to do with that. This has to go into... We should have the ability to be as independent as possible. We should be able to grow our own food locally, have our own water supplies locally, manufacture our own products locally. I mean, personally, I live in Brevard, and we have one of the greatest areas for manufacturing But yet we don't have our own car company. We don't have our own, you know, we do have GE, but we don't have our own car company. We, I I think it would be better for the system if we were able to not only produce cars from renewable um, materials, maybe carbon fiber. I don't know how um, renewable that is, but I know carbon in a lot of ways is like superior to like anything like Carbon is like superior to metal. It's it's crazy, you know. You think because we're actually like um, hydrocarbon beings. I think we're organic beings, so like carbon is in our like actual DNA makeup. But carbon is like carbon is like the most one of the most powerful elements because okay, you can create uh, diamonds are created from carbon, okay. But a diamond is the same atom as graphite. But I don't know if you guys ever heard about something called graphene. Graphene, actually, they say, I read that graphene is maybe like a thousand to ten thousand times faster than actual 
um, silicon, or yeah, what we're using now for the transistors is silicon, I believe. And they say graphene is like a thousand to maybe ten thousand times faster at transferring of information. That means that computers using graphene would be way faster. And we're already working on quantum supercomputers. So imagine if we're using, I don't know if they're using graphene for those quantum supercomputers, but I mean, it, it very could well be that, you know, in the next 50 years, if we don't blow ourselves up, you know, with fighting Russia and China, that the computers would be so fast, it would be insane. I mean, and, and with that level of computation, I don't think it would be, you know, because the computers are already whooping grandmasters in chess. So by that time, you know, humans essentially would be, you know, uh, humans would be, um, robots would be able to destroy humans. So um, I think if we don't evolve in consciousness, that technology would very well be our downfall. Um, now, everyone says that technology would be, you know, the downfall of humanity, and the Unabomber surely believed that. And I think that it, it could be. It could be if, if humans don't evolve to a higher level of consciousness before technology really takes off. Because if we don't evolve to a higher level of consciousness, we're not going to be as the Buddhas, the Jesus Christ, the... Uh, maybe Horus. I mean, all these stories that we hear about with the Buddha, with Christ, all these people, what they did was they achieved a certain level of enlightenment, but they also did certain things such as fasting, meditation. Buddha is more meditation. Jesus talks about fasting too, but fasting, meditation, which the Hindus also practice. They practice both meditation and fasting, I believe. Um, what else? There's also a lot of stories about caves, and from my research, they say when you spend a long time in a cave, maybe a week, two weeks, your brain actually starts to convert melatonin to DMT, because when you're in the dark, your brain produces melatonin, but after a certain period of time in the darkness, that melatonin converts to DMT um, and 5-MeO-DMT, which connects you to higher realms of consciousness which higher realms of consciousness is what Buddha, Jesus, and the Egyptian stories of Horus all refer to. These were um, people that they said attained higher level consciousness or God-like consciousness. It wasn't just that there was only one person like Jesus Christ could attain that level of consciousness. What Jesus was actually trying to help people know, I believe, is that other people could attain it too. And from what he said in his messages, I truly do believe that. But why is that type of information being restricted from us? Well, you can't have, you know, there's people that are in positions of privilege. And if people are aware or self-aware of their true power and their true selves and their true reality and the true nature of who they are as infinite beings, the world would be so much different we would be living in more of a utopia. Many of these people like Nikola Tesla tapped into this energy field and that's why he wanted the world to have free energy because he was a loving person. You can't help but be loving once you tap into this energy because at higher levels of dimension, uh, higher dimensions of consciousness, Everything is love. Everything is unity. Everything is peace. Everything is harmony. 
and it's good to be in that. Right now, in the world, we have a lot of discord. We got parents fighting. We got people lying. We got political scandals and for both the Republicans and Democrats. I mean, how, how shameful is that? Now, we have a constitution so well written that says that we can, if the government was to become too tyrannical or totalitarian, which they have now become with official evidence, that we can replace the government. But yeah, we see political scandal left and right, and as people, we're not doing anything. I'm going to say that again. As people, we are not doing anything. People in BLM and other activist groups, we're going to say that they're doing something, but are they? Because if your movement is controlled or essentially controlled or manipulated by the same people that's guilty of committing those atrocities and the people that don't care about you, And those people are just trying to profit off of your emotional feelings towards something. Are they really on your side? Are you really doing something? I mean, if George Forrest is really funding Antifa, which very well, it's a possibility. There's people saying so, but according to a lot of people, oh, those are just conspiracy theories. So, um, you know, whatever based on research turns out to be true. If he's really funding these movements and he's a billionaire, come on. It's like Bill Gates. People are like, Bill Gates, oh, he's such a humanitarian, he's such a good man. He seems, he acts like a humanitarian. He tells you he's a humanitarian. But the only thing that he's really investing in is his own businesses which are designed to generate profit. And the fact that he probably registers it as a charity to get donations means that it's tax-free, means that he is not paying taxes on those money, but yet he's getting a return on investment. That's why he has other companies. So he has one company where he gets money for the patent and he makes a profit on selling the vaccine or whatever, And then he has another company that seems like a charity, but it's not actually a charity. It could be uh, part of his eugenics program. I mean, there's so much stories of people in India that, that are losing sight or whatever. They're um, losing the ability to have kids because they're injected by one of his things, by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. I mean, people think that these billionaires are your friend, you know. I'm, I'm even suspicious of Jeff Bezos now because, I mean, you didn't pay any taxes, but yet this is the country in which you operate. You should at least help. If everyone else is paying taxes, if everyone that's buying your products is paying taxes, then why aren't you paying taxes? Because he's paying someone off to not be able to pay taxes. That's why. And at the same time, a lot of your products are made in China. I mean, you, you know, these people, they're, they're trying to act like they're our friends, like Nike. Um, believe in a cause or, or um, 
whatever, whatever was their slogan with Kaepernick. But yet they're exploiting people in China. You know, uh, people like people think slavery ended. It's, slavery never ended. It just changed from black to yellow. You know, and um, freaking uh, Obama ain't even black. He's freaking half black. You know, people think like, you know, I mean, an orange is not the new black. I mean, uh, Trump is Trump is, is. I mean, in some ways. I could see what he's doing. I, I kind of like what he's doing, at least in terms of not having our country be in the hands of people that literally think Wall Street and everything is a game. But, you know, he's a businessman, so it's a game to him, too. But one of the things I like about Trump, though, is he's actually he's actually using statistics and information to run the country rather than just who's ever in his pocket, and I'm sure maybe to an extent, yes, there's people in his pockets, okay, but I think he's much better than Joe Biden, I'm just going to say that downright, I think Trump is much better for the country than Joe Biden, because Trump actually is intelligent to do what he's done in business, he actually has to have a very high level of intelligence, even though people say he's a netwit, whatever, say he's a netwit, you go make however much money he's made, and do what he's been able to do. Go do that. If you cannot do that, you have no reason to speak. Yes, business is not the best system that we have currently with how it just, you know, we just destroy everything. Um, we've essentially destroyed free will too. I mean, free will is nothing but a myth now, I believe. Um We've essentially destroyed that. It's, it's all about how much can I um, profit off of you and how much can I exploit you. And, and, and that's why we have a, a 1% and a 99%. You know, why do we have so many kids that are not able to eat at night, that are starving, that are malnourished, but yet we have maybe like a thousand people that could feed the world 40 times over? Or a million times over. Or we have people sitting on so much money, they could literally transform our planet into a more utopian type civilization. And I don't want to hear the, oh, we're overpopulated crap. No, we're not. If every house truly utilized their space, materials, etc., then every house could have a garden. Be able to generate their own fruits and vegetables. Obviously, we have to get over this consumeristic lifestyle because we're just destroying resources. But if we go from a society of not consumers but producers and producers using renewable resources, um, then yes, we would. I believe that we would be we would be fine. But we have to constantly evolve as a species and civilization in order to do that because we need higher dimensions of thinking. Because with higher dimensions of thinking, you have higher intelligence, you have higher love for your people, more compassion. I mean, and one of the things about society that's so destructive is they try to make any gift you have seem like it's a curse. That's why they want to prop you up on all kinds of drugs from a young age. But notice the FDA says, oh, you can't use immune-boosting products until you're 18. But yet, 
they will give a kid Adderall and and freaking I don't know what else. I don't. I hope they're not giving kids Xanax. That's just horrible if they are. But they'll give your kid Adderall and and Ritalin and try so they could focus in school so they can learn shit that they don't need to learn ever. But then you destroy their natural gifts with those drugs, and by the time they're twenty. They're so addicted to drugs and pills and everything because of the toxic society that we we display images for them on TV and music and et cetera, et cetera, that they're just depressed and miserable and they're waiting for a time to to go. And I see it with so many people, you know, or, or women that get with men that are so conditioned by a toxic system that they abuse their woman and their women are unhappy and they're unhappy they're in pain because the system designed them to be in pain because the system never cared about them but the system is how you achieve popularity and notoriety so you try to fit into the system only to notice that you would never were never meant to fit into the system and that's how i feel about a lot of things in the system with technology, I mean, I grew up in Trinidad and Tobago, and I could honestly say that it was it was a nice. Besides some things that happened there, um, I'm not gonna go into that um, right now, but some very wicked things have happened there in Trinidad. But for the most part, in Trinidad, life was much more simple. Um, you know, a lot of people created their own things. A lot of people. A lot of people were able to, you know, do things. But in Trinidad, though, the law system is um, it's, it's getting very corrupt now. Um, a lot of people are corrupt. But at the same time, one of the things you learn growing up there is that you don't need money. You don't need, you don't need to have all these fancy things. You don't need to be a consumer. It's good to just be. I mean, personally, I enjoy meditation. Um, meditation is something that it's free. I mean, and once you become well-versed in that skill, you can do it anywhere. I mean, I could meditate while I'm in a meeting. Like, if you guys are talking about things that I don't need to pay attention to anyway, I'm just going to meditate, and I'm going to maybe tap into some intuition and help you guys with your problems that you can't seem to fix because you're stuck in the same way of thinking. Society... I, I I see people as being simply more or less programs. Um, the way they run, they they're more like programs. You notice like they're not even conscious. They're like so stuck in their head on something that is trivial or doesn't even matter. That they're just like robots. Like I, even when I go to the grocery store, I could like I I'll work with someone and I well, I'll I'll like talk to them and I'll see like. Okay, they're just a program. Like, oh, thank you. Oh, well, thank you. Have a nice day, sir. Oh, yeah, nice. Oh, you know, it's just like, you know, I, I like to see genuine people. People that, okay, like, okay, there's someone behind there. There's a soul behind there. Not these mindless drones. Um, And and these mindless drones are, I don't know what the percentage is right now. Um, I mean, I would be hoping not mindless drones would be listening to my podcast. That's why I made the... The cover art's so weird, and uh, the name's so weird too. But, <laughs> but that's, that's that's my target audience. I want people that are different, people that think differently, people that are actually people behind there. But it's just hard dealing with these mindless drones. Oh my god, man! I just want to like 
record them and then be like, hey, look at you. Like, like, could you like not be a zombie? You know? <laughs> oh, man. And then you talk to the manager and then the manager is a freaking drone. It's just like, oh, my God. And I hate how like with uh, when my phone was messed up, you know, I tried calling T-Mobile and they're like, oh, we don't use um, robots or whatever. And then you're talking to a robot and they're telling you that. Like, like, are you serious? <laughs> like, and I, and I hate when like, um, like these sites are like, um, are you a robot? We want to make sure you're not a robot. It's like, you're a robot. Make sure I'm not a robot. Like, how the fuck does this work? Because a robot could just be programmed to tell a fucking robot it's not a robot. And the robot won't think it's a robot. Well, what the fuck, you know? So, <laughs> uh, it's just, uh, I think, I think technology, technology with the current system of like capitalism, where it's all about exploiting people for personal profit and lies are in there. Yeah, it's destructive. Like, like I said, I think we need to consciously evolve as a species, consciously evolve. Um, yeah, and, and, and I was talking about how a lot of drugs destroy these gifts. I think certain things that are, like, depressing that they prescribe, like Xanax and, um, what else is it, maybe Percocet, like, some of these things that are, like, more downers, I think that they are so destructive to severing our connection to source. Source is, um, I don't know if you guys ever heard of, uh, something called DMT, but... I would say source is connected to DMT because DMT, DMT comes naturally in our brain. It's produced in the third eye at uh, minute co- uh, quantities every night when we're asleep, but in larger amounts when we're dreaming. Um, not sorry, not when we're dreaming. Sorry, it's small amounts when we're dreaming, and larger amounts when we die and when we're born. So. This is what's responsible for people having near-death experiences. And if you've never heard of near-death experiences, there's so many of them where people say that they they were floating above their body and they could see their relatives around them. And the reason why you can't dismiss that as, oh, well, their brain was just hallucinating it. The reason you can't dismiss that is because they would remember people that died and came back to life. They would remember accurate events that happened in other locations that there's no way they could know that unless they were actually witnessing those events. Um, And also, when you look into not only near-death experiences, but you also look into other weird type events happening, such as... um, the observer effect, for example, the mere fact that there is a witness observing an experiment versus no witness present changes the outcome of actual physical experiments, which means that there is a mind connected to reality. Um, that's one thing. But DMT, DMT is also a drug, and um, many celebrities have used it. Uh, Joe Rogan talks about it all the time. I've used ayahuasca at a temple before where it is legal to use. I've used ayahuasca before and it does connect you to higher dimensions of consciousness. And it's amazing to know that we have DMT naturally produced in our brain, something that can connect us to the infinite. Um, and also that we could also open up our minds through meditation because one of the things that I noticed about meditation is meditation 
returns our brain to the way it's meant to naturally operate. Certain drugs such as um, MDMA, which is ecstasy, um, which produces that super good feeling. Also LSD, which causes you to trip. Um, all those things actually do is just work on neurotransmitters in your brain. But the neurotransmitters are already in your brain. So that means our brain is already geared to produce feelings of bliss. It's already geared to produce higher levels, advanced levels of intelligence. It's already geared to tapping into the infinite. It's already geared to healing itself. It's already geared to doing these things because the fact that it can do that when exposed to maybe a certain chemical means that it was already inherently there in the first place, which kind of in a way discredits Darwin's theory of evolution. Because Darwin's evolution theory of evolution say that, well, the brain should start developing those traits in order for us to survive. But what this is saying are knowledge from certain um, substances. What that is saying that our brain is already fully evolved, but our brain adapts to how it thinks that it's, it's going to survive. Our brain adapts to survival. That's why we have fear. That's why animals have fear. That's why, um, that's why we feel so much fear. That's why we're constantly stressed out, even though we don't need to be stressed out. And stress is so physically damaging to the body. It's because animals use stress to get away from a predator. So our brain, anytime we, we feel that fear or stress, our brain thinks that there, it's a literal predator and it, it activates our fight or flight response. And that's why it's so dangerous. And now we don't need that fear, but we're conditioned to stay in that fear. And what that fear does is it prevents you from thinking at more advanced levels of rationality. It prevents you from feeling true, pure bliss and joy and happiness for in the present moment. And that's why I feel like spirituality was so instrumental in helping me in my life is because it's helped me with just knowing my potential. You know, knowing that you have godlike potential within you that's waiting to come out i mean it just changes your life i mean certain the things that i wanted to do i don't want to do anymore you know it's just like you it's it's a total paradigm shift from now you from it, it goes from you anchoring your point like an atheist or a christian like oh well if i die i either go to heaven or hell so i need to be perfect or well it doesn't matter i mean i think i should be good because that seems nice but i don't go to anything anyway so it doesn't matter to well damn this is just a, a continuation when i die i just respawn but it's good to be good because being being loving kind generous um but not but also generous and kind to yourself loving yourself is important because that allows us to transcend ourselves and transcend our egos to where we can find bliss, love, happiness, and all these abstract ideals that we consider abstract but yet mean so much to many of all of many cultures and civilizations because they're not abstract. They're tangible, but you have to understand how to make them tangible through meditation, fasting, prayer, whatever whatever means you gotta use, but yes finding ways to make that domain, the spiritual domain, tangible because I guarantee you, based on studies into LSD, DMT, probably ket maybe ketamine too, but based on studies into that, 
and other um, mathematical studies, mathematics as well, based on those studies, yes, we are mind and we are higher dimensional beings having a human experience. And I think that's what I'll call this podcast, the episode. I'll end it right here. But we are higher dimensional beings having a human experience. And I want you to look into that. For for my podcast listeners, I do want the the more the, the, the thinkers, the people on that side, I want you to look into that. Higher, uh, I believe it was a book I read, we are um, spiritual beings having a human experience. But I want you to look into that. All right, so this is Victor Theocarides, a.k.a. Apex, and I'm signing out. Sayonara.